if you can't find somewhere where you can just speak your truth and be really honest, whatever that looks like, create it. Whether that's going to a therapist or finding someone that you really trust and can be yourself, create it because it's so, so important. Hello and welcome to Behind the Mother Mask. I'm your host, Annie Breen, registered nutritional therapist, master NLP practitioner, and transformational coach for exhausted mums who don't feel enough. My mission with this podcast is to lead with vulnerability by starting to lift the psychological mask you wear each day that protects you and others from the stuff that's hard to explain and talk about. It's about sharing from the middle, not just the open wounds or the healed scabs, but the messy middle. Let's go for honesty over perfection, because I believe when you transform yourself, you automatically transform your relationships and parenting by passing down wisdom, not wounds. So if you're up for that, you definitely don't need to do it alone. I'm here to lead you on what could be the greatest adventure of your life, behind the mother mask, back home to yourself. Hello, hello, how are you? I hope you're well. Um, Welcome back to episode 34. Sorry, this is... (laughs) This is the second take. Um, The last one I came on, I was like, hello. I tried to say it in a different way and it just really threw me off guard. And then I realized I didn't plug my laptop in, so I had to run upstairs. Anyway, keeping it real. I hope you are well. This week is a a funny one because I have an hour right now to record this. um, And my gorgeous editor is fine with me sending it in a bit later. But normally I get this podcast in for a Monday. Um, And as I've mentioned before in previous episodes, I am usually in real time. Like I may be a couple of episodes ahead of myself or have them in the bank at the most. But most of the time I'm in real time because that's how I roll. And this is real life and it's fitting in with everything else that is behind the scenes. So I have an hour. I'm not going to talk about how I've got an hour for an hour. Um, But also, I don't really have a kind of structured plan of what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) Don't you know? Stay. Stay, stay, stay. Because this is the point. Let let me give you some context to that. So in a couple of weeks, on the 16th of February is my birthday and I'm turning 40. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I think because we're in such a big life transition we haven't been able to dedicate the time and money and planning to something on that date. There will be something later on in the year. (laughs) Watch out for your invite. I'm having a festival. Um, But what I don't want to happen is to arrive at that date and feel crap and cry all day, (laughs) Which, which is a common birthday theme. Apart from the one in 2020, that was good. 
Um, my friend Bill Lecky, who writes for the Scottish Sun, actually did a article which I had no idea he was going to do about the Gut Bug Picnic, which is a little ebook that I've written on gut health for kids, and that was published in the Scottish Sun on my birthday, and I had no idea, and I don't think he knew it was my birthday. It was just great. Um, anyway, I'm open for stuff like that, and. <laughs> I am planning on seeing some really good friends. So um, it will be it will be great. But anyway, I've been reflecting a lot coming up to 40. And I've asked Dan if he will interview me for my kind of, I say 40th episode. It's not, it'll be my 35th. Uh, didn't time that very well, but um, on turning 40. So we need to do that this week because we're away. So this is the kind of um, build up to that. <laughs> <laughs> and what I really wanted to talk about, and I will in a way, is um, <laughs> finding your voice, finding your voice, because that's something that um, I've done and I'm doing, because I think it's a continuous kind of thing that we're working on. It's a daily practice. What does it even kind of mean, finding your voice? You know, where did you lose it? All this kind of stuff. Because it's way more, isn't it, than just speaking. And how this podcast is going, you know, after starting, what, in June, just before Bonnie's birthday last year, so 2022, and we're on 34 episodes. And I have um, consistently managed to put out an episode. And that has required me to show up each week somehow. Um, regardless of what state I'm in or what's going on around me and speak from a place of truth. Now, on that, I honestly do not know sometimes how I've kept it going because there have been some days, some weeks where I've just not felt up to it or just not, you know, had other things on. So Oh my goodness, even though we're here, it's a little bit like, I don't want people to think this is easy for me. Um, talking is, but what comes out, you know, that's unpredictable. So I just, I, I don't know how I've kept going. I'm sure I do. I need to like tap into that recipe because that's the thing. And also it's required a lot of inner work in inverted commas, inner work, even though I've done a lot of self-discovery and I do think, again, that's continuous. You know, sometimes I speak to people and they're like, yeah, I've done everything, um, but there's still an issue. I think it's because we need to be um, committed to ourselves as a daily practice, you know. But anyway, done some inner work. There's still lots left to do. Um, but even though I've done that, every time I show up in front of this mic, I still feel sometimes like a child who knows nothing. It's that vulnerability piece. And I suppose part of my journey has been holding hands with that vulnerable child and harnessing her and bringing her with me. Because I would probably say part of my kind of magic or edge, if you like, of who I am is my sensitive, cheeky child. <laughs> I am a bit immature and I do like to like joke around um, and that's okay. And bringing her with me, even though some of the stuff that I talk about is serious, you know, it's adult type stuff. And I think it's the integration of that. So what I want to do for this one is just bring you up to speed with where I'm at and going over our week. 
Um, I actually release an email every week. It goes out on a Thursday called My Life Story in a Week. I don't know if you're signed up to it, but I'll make sure the link is in the show notes. If you're not, you can get signed up if you want to. And like I said to Dan politely the other day, you can always unsubscribe (laughs) because he was making a comment on how I was talking about my win of getting the bus to Edinburgh and back. And he's like, who wants to sign up to an email where you're talking about that? (laughs) And as per, I am talking in the email. So the email, wordy-wise, isn't that long, but I put a video in there. And it's all the kind of outtakes, the in-between the lines, the stuff that maybe I don't have a chance to talk about in the podcast. It's it's life around the edges. Um, So... I feel this episode is going to be a little bit like that. So with that said, just, you know, thinking about behind the mother mask, for me, it's not always these big kind of life events or significant kind of moments or experiences. It's the everyday. And sometimes it's the mundane stuff. You know, it's the everyday stuff, those moments that kind of go unnoticed that are only witnessed by you that are either challenging or magical or, you know, they really kind of contribute to to who you are and your experience of life, usually behind the scenes and kind of hidden. So I want to kind of shine a line on that. Although I say mundane, my life does not seem to be mundane. (laughs) Like when I share what I've done in a week, even though I hate the groundhogginess of life and I don't tolerate boredom, um, it does seem like an awful lot. So last week, so where are we? We're Monday. We're Monday, okay, the 6th of February. Oh, my God, it's my birthday in 10 days. Um, <laughs> I want money, by the way. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's been a roller coaster. And actually, that's the only way, one of the ways I describe it, because there have been some days that have been good, and then it dips again, and good, then dips, and good, then dips. And, you know, spoke about this in the past about um, what can I do to make sure my seatbelt is on. It's almost just accepting that what we're going through now and the change is going to be a bit of a roller coaster, but what can I do to make sure I've got my seatbelt on? And those are all the things that make me feel calm, trusting, you know, holding the faith, living by my values, nourished, nutrition, um, balanced as much as I can be on the inside with hormones, all those kind of things, granting myself space when I need it, um, all those things. So going back, Bonnie has left the mainstream education system she has led her way out of that it was not right for her and you may have listened to my episode with Dr Naomi Fisher if you haven't it's amazing obviously it might not resonate with with you but if you're in that situation absolutely if you're not I think it's still great insights and wisdom just with regards to being a parent and how we actually approach parenthood and what it means to be a parent and all of this stuff and it's okay to do things your way and to trust your instincts in fact it's vital and to be led by your child as well so there was just so much in that and that's another thing about finding my voice through the podcast and doing this 
<laughs> I've made a joke before to Dan. Luckily, I have lots of challenges in my life. So therefore, it brings about a lot of content. And because I'm living it, I get to, or I chose to contact Naomi or whatever, whoever it is, guest wise, and have the conversation. And, you know, I wouldn't have done that necessarily if I hadn't been going through that. So it really is kind of real time, um, but it's allowed me to meet some amazing people and share that conversation with you. So things have moved on quite quickly. Bonnie is now out of school and she's very happy. She is very, very happy. <laughs> we just don't have much space. Now, I'm sure I've spoken about my nervous system needs and described it similar to that of the 1984 classic, The Gremlins. Looking after my nervous system is very similar to how you would want to approach looking after a gremlin. You don't want to do this, you don't want to do that, you don't want to feed it after midnight, you don't want to get it wet. Like there's so many rules. But anyway, I'm actually partnered with my nervous system now. We are friends. And there's many things that I've done, including nutrition and exercise and supplements to help me partner with my nervous system. But the one thing that the sanity of my nervous system is absolutely dependent on is space, is space. And it made me reflect back to the reason that my work came about and the energy, becoming the energized mother even exists is Bonnie, for one, in my experience of motherhood. But it was that early days, early experience of motherhood where I fell through the gaps. And it's identifying those gaps that became my program, the Energized Mother program, because then I realized it wasn't just me. But what I found is right at the beginning, what was essential to my healing and even being able to go on that path and explore me and get to know me and what I need and the various things that I did. What I needed in the first place was space. So I remember when Bonnie went to nursery and she, I can't remember if she was one, just over one around that time. And it opened up some space. And to begin with, I don't know what I did with that space. I think I just kind of shopped. Not not like nice shopping, but food shopping. The necessity stuff with hardly any money. It was horrible. And tidied the house. And that was fine. But slowly over time, given the space and given the time to think and have my own thoughts and have my own nervous system, um, because we do tend to hold kids in our in our nervous system, we, we are tuned into their needs as much as our own. I was able to kind of have the headspace to think, OK, maybe I should do this or try this or talk to that person. And things really evolved from there. So to have that taken away space I feel it's triggered a lot of kind of old, I say old wounds, um, but just the kind of, you know, the fact is that that is how I function is with space. So rather than kind of putting me back in that old kind of dynamical way of being or approaching things, what I'm trying to do more of, and it comes more naturally because of the work I've done, is trying to be more creative with how I create space but not brushing it under the carpet as in I'm just not going to get it anymore so I need to deal with it absolutely not like it's really important and when we're talking about creating space it's not just me Dan needs his space too Bonnie needs her connection she needs that time so we all have our needs going on so it's how we kind of transition and manage that without putting too much pressure on ourselves 
And Dr. Naomi's episode really helped me. And one thing she said is, everything is temporary. So like what's happening now won't last forever. What can we do right now? What do we need to do right now? And I I really love that. So my thing is walking. I love walking and I need to change my environment because I'm sat here in my dining room. I work from home, so I don't have another environment to go to. So now and again, when I'm not recording, I'll go and sit in a cafe and stuff like that. Absolutely love that. So we've had that. And Dan and I have been getting our kind of heads and nervous system and life around this kind of new transition. And forgive me, I don't know where I've said this because I talk on my email and I talk here and I talk on Instagram. But we are in the kind of, I say early stages, but we've made the decision now to really change our lifestyle. So Dan and I have been talking about this for some time. Last year, we both did our kind of vision setting workshop with Helena Holdrick, and we actually got to bring what was in our head and our desires and our passion and our vision to life into this, like two amazing boards. And we did it individually, but they both pretty much align. So Dan and I are on the same page in terms of what we want, which is amazing. And interestingly, it feels like Bonnie is leading us towards that vision because she's taking us out of those old systems and structures that doesn't really align with how we want to live our life, which is much more rooted in freedom and nature and human connection and that kind of thing. So we have now made the decision, you know, to sell the house and sell or put into storage our stuff and renovate the Galloping Gut Hut. So this is a trailer that we bought back in lockdown. And we're going to convert it into a like coffee, kombucha, therapy trailer. Do you remember that horrible um, program? Not horrible. I used to watch it all the time. Embarrassing Bodies, where you could just go onto the beach in Blackpool and go into this like (laughs) trailer and show your bits. (laughs) By the way, I never did that. I used to watch it. It's not going to be anything like that, but a little bit. So we're going to travel around the country with our galloping gut hut. And we're going to create and set up events and create a community from those events. And the mission is to help people live free. So whatever that looks like for them. And both Dan and I are NLP trained. So I'm a coach and I have my business becoming the Energized Mother and I have my program and I work one-to-one. And Dan is wanting to step more into that world as well. And because he's very creative and practical, he can renovate the gut hut. So, you know, we work well together, not without disagreements, can I just say. Um <laughs> <laughs> it ain't all smooth so we want to really align those skills together and the whole point is coming together as a family so we're not off doing lots of different things we still have our stuff that kind of really nurtures our own identity but it's about living together and enjoying life more and being free and helping other people be who they truly are to be more authentic and live a more free lifestyle and a big part of that is freedom from the prison of your own mind it's not just about physically like selling all your stuff and hitting the road (laughs) that's what we're gonna do um but it's actually about freedom within 
and freedom to be yourself and freedom to use your voice and speak your truth and be more authentic. And maybe it is the freedom to go your own way and live life more on your terms. Maybe there's certain structures and systems and things you've identified as not being aligned with your values or not being healthy and you want to explore a new way. So it's all of that. And the way that I see it is I'm going to meet all the people that I've always wanted to meet. All the people that are on my vision board, you know, we're going to invite them along and not just high profile people, but people who are doing amazing things in the world that might not be on social media, people who can offer certain skills and um, experiences, whether that be yoga or inspirational talks or breath work, all these things that really feed into this holistic picture of health um, and freedom so we want to kind of build that community and have a following so that people can follow us around where we go and come to events near them and be part of this and what's really amazing is it's really unique to me and Dan because the gut hut came about right back in 2012 when I sat in that CNN the College of Naturopathic Medicine classroom And I was really into gut health. Gut health has been a kind of theme that's run through all of my work, like the gut brain connection. It's been profound in how it's helped me nurturing that relationship, but also how I help my clients. And I just, oh my goodness, found it so fascinating. So I came up with a a little idea when I sat next to my fellow student and friend, Kate. And I said, you know, when I'm practicing, because I didn't really know where that was going to take me when I joined the College of Naturopathic Medicine but I'm, I'm going to have a gut hut. I'm going to build a shed in the garden, wherever I end up. And I'm going to in, see clients there. And it would just be like a consultation room, basically. A therapy room in the garden, the gut hut. And actually, the gut hut is our Dropbox password. I'm not going to give you all the details. <laughs> I hacked my Dropbox. But that is what, that's when it came about. And now it is manifesting from that kind of passion and idea into a reality. The only thing is, is it's got wheels now. So let me tell you the next thing. So with Bonnie is, is out of school. Dan and I are adapting to that change. Hello, just a little interruption to this episode. I just want to share with you that I am now taking on clients for my one-to-one coaching program for 2023. And honestly, like I believe there's time and what you choose to do with it. There's no right or wrong time. And if you're hearing this and it's resonating and you're listening to this episode, then that is happening for a reason. So I actually created my Energized Mother model with you in mind. Just to clarify, I don't work with new mums. When I say I don't, I do, but I don't per se just work with new mums. I tend to work with high functioning mums who are suffering in silence, who have kind of just got on with it for so long and maybe abandoned themselves or sacrificed their needs in the process of raising their kids. And they realize they're living this kind of legacy of depletion, legacy of living in this kind of inner conflict of exhaustion. And they just know they can feel so much better and they want to bet on themselves and raise their standards and step up for themselves. So this proven four month one to one breakthrough pathway is to help you transform unresolved trauma and what I mean by that these are the unconscious hidden things that are in our blind spot often and that are holding us back sometimes there's really obvious things we've been through that have a huge impact on our identity and who we are and who we become 
But often what I see is these drip fed moments that build up like sand that really impact our sense of confidence and self-worth and how we're able to honor ourselves and kind of be the agent in our life. So it's really about transforming those from the roots so that we can release those overwhelming emotions that tend to hijack us when curveballs come our way or our hormonal cycle. (laughs) And this is so that you are free and free is the word to live and parent with more peace, purpose and energy passing down wisdom and not wounds and that's what I really want for you if you are dedicated to changing the narrative for the next generation but also having a bit of fun and living your life in the process this is for you and I combine you've probably heard me on the podcast I combine my nutritional therapy and functional medicine approach and really looking at what's going on underneath the surface at the root and I have a whole load of tools in the toolbox here around functional testing that are open to you and on the other hand I combine that with my transformational coaching and hypnosis and NLP where we really get to do some incredible techniques that unless you experience them they're really hard to explain and actually go back to where these beliefs originated and this is where we do the magic and we can really release them and reframe them but also find the resources that you need to move forward that are normally hidden under life's layers of crap. (laughs) It is transformational. You can read on my website some of the reviews and testimonials and feedback. And I put the link in the show notes for you to go and read that full page. You want to know a little bit more, but also please do reach out because we're all different. And this is a very individual kind of program based on you as an individual and it's very holistic so reach out if you want to know whether it's right for you and I would absolutely love to hear from you so the link is in the show notes go have a read drop me a message and we can have a chat let's make 2023 your year okay back to the episode the next thing is Katie Halliwell. So Katie was on episode three of this podcast. She is a psychic medium business coach. And I actually found out about Katie some years ago now, probably about four years ago from my friend Jen, um, who had had a reading with her. So I went and had a reading with her and it was really profound and amazing. And then I was in her world then, like I just wanted to know more. Um, And it felt like the right kind of guidance for my business. So I ended up working with her in various ways for like, I think, two years after that. And I may have mentioned it before. Sorry, even though I take a hell of a lot of fish oil, my memory is, (laughs) I can't remember where I said stuff. But she was the one or spirit was the one that um, said I should start the podcast. They saw me with a microphone. So that's really where that was the nudge. Even now I thought, yeah, it'd be a good idea. I'd love to do it. I've had one in the past um just so weird she's just emailed me how weird is that how weird is that I love stuff like that some would call it a coincidence but I call it the universe so anyway fast forward I've not worked with Katie since March July time last year and I just felt with everything changing in our life and us going and this kind of change being eminent and on the horizon and it really happening now that things need to shift, that I needed her guidance. I needed spirit's guidance. 
So I booked a reading and I was reading with her and it was the 1st of February was the first time I could get in. So that happened last week. That was the 1st of February, wasn't it? Wednesday. And I had this whole list of things that I wanted to ask. And it was amazing because Katie in the past has seen the galloping gut hurt. So Dan's had a reading with her. I've had a reading with her. And that was the thing that came up because it was like our gateway to freedom. It was our gateway to doing more of what we love, having some fun, trying something new. And it fed into both of our skills and who we are as a family. So that kind of had big, shiny, big lights around it. Like that is something we needed to explore in the past. And it's come up in other um, readings. But obviously, you know, we have to consider life. I've got my business, Dan had his job, he was being the provider and, you know, kind of providing the security. And we kind of just got stuck in this kind of pattern. So sometimes even if you're told these things, it has to be on the right time frame for you. Like I totally get that. Uh, you know, and that's a bit of a paradox, because sometimes I say, look, there's time and what you choose to do with it. But I believe that, but I also believe in divine timing that things do happen at the right time. I think we can hold that paradox, those two entities together, that there is literally time and what you choose to do with it. But then there is that sense of divine timing. And I think it's sowing the seed. And now it just feels right. Even though we knew about it in the past, we weren't equipped to take the action on it we had so much other things going on and Bonnie was in school interesting isn't it so we would never have considered doing this and now she's taken herself out and we've supported that so anyway I won't tell you about the whole reading but just some of the things that came up was so me and Dan have been stuck in this dilemma of are we going to move um this was before the reading by the way and obviously doing the gut hut was a plan but we had another plan for a business around Dan doing his woodwork me doing my coaching and then doing the gut hut together but our idea was that we'd rent a property so we'd sell the house we'd rent a property we'd do that for a while and figure out where we wanted to be but that would be quite expensive you know just looking at the kind of areas we wanted to explore, the rent was quite high. And all we'll have is the money from the house. So and it's a small house. Um, but if you want to buy it, let me know. <laughs> um, so I think what we were thinking is we go from one comfort to another. Well, Katie and Spirit blew that out of the water because she said, I don't see a fixed abode. I don't see that. I see you moving around with the gut hut, living in a van and Airbnbs and building a following and building a community and that people will follow us to be part of the live events to be part of the atmosphere and it's all about living free and I will do my podcast from the gut hut and each event I go to I'll meet either a guest speaker who I want to interview and or a mum who wants to tell their story and that's so interesting because last year I said to Dan I want to take the the podcast on the road a bit like a um, tour band, a band. <laughs> Take it on tour, baby. That is the rock star in me coming out. So that was really eye-opening. And I have to say that took a bit of processing and still is the thought of living in a van. Um, but I'm holding on to the Airbnb bit of that information. But everything else feels very aligned. And what she said, she said, you and Dan will work together, but it's very bespoke. And she said, it's very different, but it's not really because it's just you. 
but it's you're offering something that no one else can offer. And I do feel like, you know, when you reflect back and you think, oh, my goodness, like life has happened exactly as it should. Everything has led to this moment. Now we get to choose. Now we get to jump. Like this all makes so much sense, even though it's hard and you kind of hold on to your comforts and you worry about the risk and that kind of thing. And Bonnie and the impact on her and all of this stuff that actually that we're exactly where we need to be. And now we get to choose to do this and give it a go and that it doesn't have to be forever and that there is always a safety net. And she actually said about Bonnie, she said she'll be the happiest little girl in the world. And she could see her walking around in the woods just with all the other kids, like making friends and playing. So that's really amazing. But there was a lot to kind of process. And just off the back of that, Dan and I have had a lot of conversations and now we've kind of arrived at this point where we're much more united but and he knows that I'm talking about this by the way and you've obviously heard me and Dan talk together or maybe you haven't but we've done two podcast episodes before in the past this is something we're doing together but this sort of level of change is huge and as an individual it's going to bring up so much as an individual so even though we're doing it together he's going through his journey and processing with it and me with mine And, you know, the last week has been really hard because there's so much stuff come up for him and so many barriers and fear and anxieties and that kind of thing. And just needing a plan and needing another plan and needing to know and that kind of level of certainty, needing that to be there. But also leaving years, a lifetime of old conditioning, if you think about the kind of what's expected of you or society expects the nine to five being the man, bringing in the bread, putting the bread and butter on the table. You know, all these things are steeply entrenched into your nervous system, into your values, into your imprinting who you are. And, you know, to let go of that or not even let go of it, reframe it, because obviously you can provide in different ways that isn't just financial. So he's been through his own processing and journey But what it did is, because I've almost like cut the strings, I'm ready to jump. (laughs) Also, let me just say it's full moon in Aquarius. And I'm about to go through my astrological kind of transition of Pluto square Pluto, which I interpret it as just not giving an F anymore and going for it. (laughs) If anyone listening who knows about astrology, um, maybe you can clarify that for me or um, put me right on that or agree with me. Um, But I just feel like something's happening within me that now life is too short. Let's just go for it. And I'm kind of there. I'm already there because this is the path. And I needed to reassure him and tune him back into his dreams, which I'm looking at. I've got his vision board in front of me and it says change of plan twice on there, by the way. (laughs) So he's processing all of that. But what it did do is it caused a disconnect between both of us for a short period of time and Dan has spoken openly in the past how he's found it hard to put words to emotions so it's almost easier to self-silence even though it doesn't feel good and I remember us going to bed in that kind of self-silence coming into the full moon with me being on day 25 at the time of my menstrual cycle and that suppression of emotion for me manifested as like a panic attack I literally had 
a panic attack in, in the night. And I've been very, very balanced and good with my hormones. But you know what? They reflect our environment. Our environment reflect the hormones. Sorry, I got that the wrong way around. So depending on how chaotic or peaceful our environment is, our hormones tend to reflect that. Because there is so much change coming and the fact that it, I was kind of suppressing all these thoughts because I was giving him his time to like process them and silence is not good for me. It bubbled up in my physiology as anxiety. And that was horrible. And then we were kind of, you know, we had this kind of conversation for a couple of days, which was a bit defensive and blamey and tit for tat and back and forth and that kind of thing, because we were both trying to deal with our own selves and that's our past self you know our future who we're becoming and all of this stuff within the relationship so it was really hard and competing for space at the same time feeling like we had no time or space it was just full on from from the beginning of the day to the end of the day and Bonnie being at home the whole time bless her not her fault so all of this stuff it was an awful lot And now we've managed to like arrive at this point where, yeah, we can see each other's strengths. We can see each other's journey and how we process stuff. And now we've got a plan and we're both together with it. And we know what support we need outside of that. So that's really positive. And it's not that it's not going to be a roller coaster again, because new level, new devil, you know, when you are growing, and you're up leveling, and you're doing something new, and the only blueprint is you, because it's not been created before, it's within you, then that can bring up a lot of stuff, a lot of fear. And if there is unresolved trauma, and there is stuff that's kind of been suppressed and unprocessed kind of stress and pain and all this stuff, it's now's the time that it tends to pop up and limiting beliefs, because those are the things we need to change in order to move forward. So, you know, it's kind of understood that growth is hard. And I spoke about that in a previous um, podcast episode. So where am I? Come back into the room, Annie. (laughs) Oh, yes. And also, every full moon, I have an amazing meetup with some amazing women and they are friends they've become really good friends and one of them I've known for some time um Laura and I've met her friends through her so she's the one that instigated and facilitated this I call it the moony mother meetup (laughs) but it's the full moon but oh my goodness I know I always feel so much better for going and it came at that time where I was feeling hormonal and shitty and a bit alone in this big transition and I went and I felt so much better and it's just an open space to voice exactly how you're feeling with no judgment if you want their input and advice they'll give it but also you're hearing where other people are at too and it's around a fire and it just feels powerful so I think being able to express that way in that space and not feel alone or judged is so, so important. Dan has the same thing, but his thing's online. So he has like a man-man group that he does with Tony Riddle. So he he speaks into that. So that's great. Um, But I just think that's so, so important, being able to express how you're feeling, regardless of not having to worry about is it going to offend the other one or hiding your truth because lots of weird stuff comes up. You start to question 
When you're put under pressure as a couple or a family, you start to question your relationship. You question the past, you question the future, like all of this stuff. But I don't see that as a negative. I look behind it. It's like this inquiry. Where's that coming from? That's interesting. And honoring it at the same time. So, yeah, just wanted to share that. And you know what? When your dreams are a little bit different or a little bit bonkers, it requires you to really trust yourself and have that courage to give it a go, knowing that there will always be a safety net. So I think that's what I just wanted to say. And I kind of came into this episode thinking this is going to be about finding your voice. And I wanted to record this as a timestamp. So like stamp in time of, okay, so when we've launched the gut hut and we're embodying, I'm embodying the energized mother, I'm actually being who I'm saying I'm being, I'm going to look back on this and think, wow, do you remember when we were like at that stage? Um, So that's important. But also, the reason I just told you that story is because that is what having a voice is about. It's about being able to tell your truth and your story, even if it is a bit from the messy middle, even if it is from the in between the lines and the behind the scenes. And sometimes, you know, there might be many people out there not like me who wait, you know, let's wait till we set this up and it's a success and it's working. And then I'll talk about it because what if I talk about it now and it doesn't work and then I'm going to look stupid? Well, you might not know this, but there's a lot of things I've talked about on here that haven't come into fruition. Um, My program, I, I ran a program in the past. This is a group program. And I did actually put something out at the at last year about um watch this space and that hasn't happened yet because other things so you know no one I don't think has noticed <laughs> or thinks I'm stupid but you know it just so happens that I'm doing this on a podcast because I want to inspire more open and honest conversations about the stuff that we're dealing with behind the scenes whether that's small big hard brilliant whatever it is but you can think about this in just in terms of having conversations with those around you with your friends with your family with your children, you know, we're going to change a little bit what we speak about, depending on who we're speaking to. And that's okay. That's okay. There's going to be some people that we feel more, we can be more open and honest with. And there's going to be others that maybe, you know, they offer a different, they offer something different to the relationship. And it's about honoring that as well. But it's not about changing who you are. I think that's what I'm trying to get across. It's really important. Like Dan said on, um, podcast we did together that if you can't find somewhere where you can just speak your truth and be really honest whatever that looks like create it whether that's going to a therapist or finding someone that you really trust and can be yourself create it because it's so so important and and another one with with the whole finding my voice I have to say that my brand you know becoming the energized mother that really came about rediscovering who you are. And a big part of that was energy because, you know, to be courageous, to create change, to do anything, we need energy. And then another part of that was facing trauma because we respond from unprocessed pain or childhood wounds or um, unresolved trauma rather from kind of who we can be, who we truly are, our authentic self. So it's coming from pain rather than like who we have potential to be. And 
I guess one of the big parts of that was bringing congruence between what you feel on the inside and how you show up on the outside. And that is hard. That's what I'm trying to do more and more of is that what I'm saying matches with how I'm feeling. What you're seeing matches with what's going on behind the scenes. And it's that congruence. And I suppose I've probably not left enough time to go into it, but I, I'll just tell you this. I stalled on um, launching the podcast because at the time, one of the things that was really important to me and still is, and it is a mission, is to change the narrative for the next, gener- for the next generation by um, preventing suffering in silence. And that really comes from transgenerational trauma that has run through my mainly maternal line, specifically around suicide. So actually silence and suffering in silence is dangerous. It's fatal. And I don't want anyone to be in that position where they feel they can't express themselves. But also as mothers, I want us to be able to be the full expression of ourselves and to love ourselves so that we can model that to our children. And they know that no matter what, they can be open and honest. They can show up as themselves. And obviously, you know, showing them their potential and that they can be resourceful in the process when life throws its curveballs. So that's a deep kind of why that is a deep mission but my story is wrapped up in my mum's it's wrapped up in other people's stories so one of my fears was if I start speaking my truth I'm going to expose other people's stories and what I just want to say on that because I've done it now like I'm 34 episodes in and I haven't explicitly gone into my mum's story I've touched on it here and there and what you tend to find is once you get talking is you start to get confident in yourself. And I think that is the thing. And you start to get confident that you're not here to be an asshole or to say anything to hurt. The intention is good. So the intention behind it is to stop suffering silence and not more people end up like that. It's to break cycles of trauma. So that's not bad. I'm not being a bitch. And anything that I do say about other people comes from a place of compassion that they were doing their best. It's this kind of um, separate realities that we can go through an experience and have two different experiences of that, depending on who we are, where we've come from, all of this. And it's really kind of honoring that and having compassion around that. And being hurt, it being in pain, being resentful, grieving a childhood or what that you didn't have. You know, there's all these emotions. And I think what I've learned is to hold them, that I have the capacity to hold both. I can feel like this and I can feel like that. And that's okay. Life is messy. It is complicated, as Glennon Doyle says. And the reason for speaking my truth is so that I can be the full expression of who I am, help others in the process and model that to Bonnie. So none of this is negative. None of this is bad. It doesn't mean it's easy. It doesn't mean I don't feel like a child when I show up in front of the mic. And But I don't worry so much about what people think anymore because I'm much more led by my intuition. If I feel I need to have a conversation with someone before I come on here, I'll have it. And also own my role in my story validate myself this is my experience this is how I felt I did so just to finish on I did a 
transgenerational trauma constellation therapy workshop last year with horses. And there's an amazing lady who's in Wales and Monmouth area. And she, oh my God, she's amazing. She has a herd of horses, which she just looks after so incredibly. And she asked their permission to kind of do this work because it is highly energetic and emotional. And she takes these kind of, she runs these monthly, not monthly, but she runs these workshops that you can go on and you can work with the herd and work with other people on your own thing, whatever that is for you, whatever comes up for you. Um, but it's usually going back and connecting with ancestors and stuff that's happened in the past, maybe before you, that is influencing you today. So interesting. So before I did that, because I did that, and I'm not going to talk about that now, is I went just to have a one-to-one with her. And then I had some time with my mum with her as well. And on the one-to-one, I remember we were in the field and there was some stuff that kind of the horses had kind of, um, I say, played out, but you can, she can read them. So when they're around you, they pick up on your your energy and they reflect back through their behavior information and she can read them. So there was some stuff around me and my mum being stuck. It's like we're stuck in time, we're stuck in the past and we're stuck in the pain and we need to move forward. So there was that element and that was shown very, very clearly that one of us needed to move so needed to do something about it. And then I was speaking to her and I just happened to say, like, should, is there anything else that you kind of want to know or, you know, and I said, the podcast, like I'm stalling on the podcast. I've got this idea of doing behind the mother mask. And I told her why and all of this stuff and obviously my worries and exposing my mum and all of this stuff. And as I said it, this big chestnut horse um, came from like over by the bushes and he pushed me gently all the way to the fence. And as he pushed me literally with his nose, the rest of the herd followed. And the horse that had represented my mum's energy was right behind him and she came up and put her nose on my shoulder and all of them followed to the gate. And Miranda just turned around and said, that's your answer. You need to do it. (laughs) Isn't it amazing? So from that, I did it. (laughs) And I'm here now. And I suppose what I want to say, just to finish up on, that there's no magic recipe to finding your voice. I think there's a lot of inner work that comes with it. And ultimately, it's rediscovering who you are and your truth. And sometimes that is hidden beneath the pain and traumatic events that can be interconnected with family and it can all feel very complicated and hard to talk about. And it takes a lot of energy to do that. It takes a lot of energy. But I do believe this is a self-discovery adventure because the more you know about yourself, the more that energizes you, the more that you can be yourself. When you be yourself, you can take care of yourself more intentionally. The more that you do that, you love yourself. And it's just this cycle that keeps perpetuating. And self-acceptance is a huge part of that. And just understanding your why and your mission and your intention, you know, never is it bad, even if it feels complicated and there's difficult, complicated relationships. So, I just want to finish on that and I hope it's been I hope it's been something how long have I spoken for what's going on are you still there wake up (laughs) 
Oh, let me just tell you this, and I did share this on another podcast, so if you've heard this before, it's not new, but it's relevant to this one. When I launched the BU Mum podcast before this, um, I went to pick Bonnie up from nursery, and Bonnie had always been quite quiet. I know, I couldn't believe it. Um, and they always said she's quite quiet, like she just gets on with things. But on this day, she they said she's been so chatty today, it just seems like she's found her voice. And I said, that's interesting because I've just found mine. I've just launched my podcast. So interesting. So what we do as mothers has a huge impact on our children, most of which we can't see. It's energetic, it's felt. So when we free ourselves, we free them too. Okay, have a wonderful week. The next time I show up here, will I be 40? No, I'll be with Dan and then I actually will be 40. Um, let me know your thoughts on this. Let me know if you need any help, any guidance, and please do reach out. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Okay, take care. Bye.